Hey, everyone. Welcome to Being Experiential Podcasting. I'm Bethany Evans, and I'm here with my co-host, Aaron Pruitt. And today, it's our second to last recording for the podcast. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's such a bittersweet kind of energy. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. But we're doing something super fun today that we have made like a, what am I, what's the word I'm trying to, not a routine. That's what it sounds like a weird word. A seasonal practice. Yeah. Seasonal practice (laughs) of reading for each astrological sign around the shift of the season. So fall equinox is coming up on September 22nd. And so we're going to read each sign and tell you what you can expect based on your astrological sign. So fall equinox, I guess, is like when the sun is right in the middle of the equator, which means it's equal day and night on that, um, on that day. And then going forward, the nights start to get longer. The days are a little bit shorter as we're moving into fall and then winter. And so it's a good time to harvest. Like physically, that's what's happening in our world is like people are harvesting, right? Um, if you're mm-hmm. farming. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so energetically, you can also look at it as, harvesting things you've been working on trying to create in your life. Um, Mm -hmm. Hopefully seeing some of those things bear fruit. And, um, and then also, you know, inner reflections are a lot more going inward because the nights are longer, it's darker, right? So we start to go inward and reflect a lot more on what's happening internally. Um, And I I believe it is a pretty, um, it's one of the uh, feminine phases, you know, seasons. Mm. It's a more feminine phase than it is a masculine phase. And then you also have, um, it's funny because we have a lot of planet movements that shift during this time. So Mercury communication, remember that's Mercury retrograde is the, uh, is my computer, what's wrong with my computer? My cell phone, favorite. anything that's like internet <laughs> communication, just verbally, it can get a little wonky, a little sometimes sharper or just breaks down because that's one of the best ways for us to share energy is to communicate. And on the 26th of September, Mercury goes in retrograde. And I believe it goes for about two weeks, slightly over two weeks, and it'll go direct October 18th. So just whenever Mercury goes in retrograde, the invitation is slow down, kind of check your freak out status and be like, Hey, it's just a little bit of turbulence and communication and just know like, we'll come through it. We go through this like three times a year or two times a year. I forget Mm -hmm. now. It feels like long. It feels like more than that. I swear to God. It's like every, I feel like it's like every three months or so. (laughs) But the funny part is then you've got during Mercury and retrograde, three planets go direct. So anytime a planet goes uh, retrograde. So it means it's, it actually stops, but we say it goes backwards. It's just right. stopping. It looks like it's going backwards apparently, but it's yeah. not actually, which I have no idea. I don't even, I just learned that going recently. which direction. Yeah. I just learned that recently. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Pluto, Saturn, and Ju- Jupiter. Pluto, October 10th goes direct. Um, Saturn goes direct and Jupiter goes direct. And Pluto's like the, like the dreamy kind of Isn't it like Scorpio or Scorpio rules Pluto or however you say Pluto and Saturn rule Scorpio. And, um, Oh, that's good. I think it's, I want to say not Taurus because that's my opposite sign. So it must be, uh, Aries maybe I'd have to look, 
But the idea is so that deeper work Mm-hmm. when they don't go direct it's kind of like slow look at that it's it's a, it's like if you did an exercise and you could pump really quick okay we're gonna go fast and then other times i'm like no we want you to do slow squats and you're like oh fuck me unless you like to do slow squats but sometimes you just want to nobody likes back. to do slow squats <laughs> no i just did slow squats this morning so the idea is these planets that have made you kind of transformation shifting it was slow it down look at it see where there's might be some cleanup some correction are now going to go direct so you might see an easing up of all that self-work or looking at yourself and then jupiter which is my favorite planet that rules sagittarius because it's about luck and money mm-hmm. goes direct so if you haven't seen money kind of loosen or flow in um, or luck kind of like, you know, usually my life is pretty serendipitous. It like shit happens. It's, you know, I feel like I'm a cat mm. with nine lives that will go direct on the 17th of October. Nice. So just know as Mercury goes backwards, other planets are moving forward again. So that's kind of the fall, um, a bird's eye view. Would you say anything else about fall? Um, no, I think we hit some of the major points yeah just slowing down yeah and uh preparing for winter <laughs> <laughs> so you're we're in- gonna start oops sorry what i was just gonna say if you're in california it's not really pre- no. prepare for your inner winter not your- <laughs> <laughs> the outer winter not the outer right. winter. so now we're going to pull cards for each sign so if you know your sun sign it's the month you were born if you know your rising your moon and for those of you that really can recall your chart or have it in front of you pause us go get your chart and you can actually look at each house because every house is ruled by a sign and you can listen for like oh wait my you know seventh house is ruled by taurus let me Mm -hmm. oh me listen for what to learn or what they're saying about taurus so and if you don't know what the hell we're talking about Go get your sign. Go get your. Oh, and we have a great astrologer, chart. Holly. Yeah. DM us. We'll give you Holly's number to connect with her because she's kick ass. Yes. Great astrologer. I think it's transformative astrology is kind of what she was yeah. saying. So, and she can help you understand and then go back and listen to us again. Yes. Yeah. We, I think it was two episodes ago we had her on. If you want to listen to that. Yeah. If you didn't listen. Yeah, she's awesome. She's very intuitive astrologer, mm-hmm. like, and she puts it really into practical terms. So, yeah, yeah I like her a lot. Smarty Pants McGee, I swear. She's, she's yeah. like, oh, okay, I'm like 15 years, 20 years older, and I'm like, fuck, I feel like an idiot next to her. <laughs> um, Just because she doesn't, so. have any, she doesn't have like any water, I think she was saying in her chart, right? She yeah. says, like, it's like all air and like earth. And f- yeah, and fire. fire. Yeah, I'm like, like oh. Sagittarius. Anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> all right. So you want me to start with Virgo? Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to pull. Okay. Just so all of you know, I picked Virgo um, in my world, Virgo, Kyle Gray, angels and ancestors, because Virgos like to be in charge in this, not like in charge, like leading the show, like the MC, they want to be behind like the producer, the director. So I have that deck and then just to kind of soften it, Gateway Oracle with um, Denise Lynn. All right. So for... I pulled three cards. Um, Oracle is the first card I got. Wait for an important information. Stag is the other. Trust and thrive. And what I feel like um, 
Ooh, I like this. And then you got uh, manifesting dreams. What I see for you, Virgos, is especially when your energy is like in the air, it's like, okay, people need to organize. I need to get this done. It almost like your to-do list takes over and it just can supersede your inner world of connecting. And I think as Bethany said earlier, like calm, Mm -hmm. she didn't say calm, but you said like, do your inner connecting, your inner harvesting of information, knowledge, peace. And the idea is if you can just tap into that really deep in your practice and be as if you were doing a to-do list to like buy groceries, pay your bills, do the same with your practice around um, your intuitive, your meditative, your cal- anything calming, mm-hmm. settling the brain. Yep. And I swear what the Oracle deck is saying is you then manifest dreams. Mm. It's less about doing. It's more about allowing and being and finding your peaceful part of you. And then shit happens all in a good way. Yes. I feel like this might, this is a big, um, uh, what am I trying to say? Lesson, I think mm-hmm. for you Virgos right now, because the first card that came out is the strength card and the whole thing that is Leo energy, but the strength card is developing the inner strength to be gentle and calm and not forceful. Um, and then the, the card after that is the Knight of pentacles, which is the slowest moving action card. It's like slow and steady wins the race. Um, <laughs> Your Virgos so, are like shit. Exactly. And I, that's where I feel like it, it is. There's going to be an internal battle, which is why the strength card is here because it's all about internal strength. It's not about outward strength. And, and then we have the six of cups, which is another, card about going inward because it's about nostalgia it's about uh happy memories um there's something that that you're being asked to look at it doesn't have to be like a negative thing or it but it's just something like you're asking you to look at your internal world like what really makes you happy um maybe it is going back and looking at things you used to do when you were a child because that this card represents a lot about um childhood or it could be people coming back from the past um like that you knew when you were a child. Um, but I really get, it's more so just you going inward and allowing that time and space for you to explore, um, not forcing it like, and not rushing it along. I feel that yes, Virgos, Mm -hmm. you can kind of be like, okay, like that to-do list that she was talking about, like, let me just check all this off. And it's even doing that with your like emotions, like, okay, I dealt with this emotion onto the next one. Like you can't treat it like that. It has to be a little bit more fluid um, and just allowing. And what I also get that that you'll notice that when you do that and you slow down, you are going to be a lot happier and feel like your life just kind of flows a little bit more. And then the last card is the King of Swords, which is, you know, he's, he rules with his head and not his heart. But I think this is a good thing for you. I think it's asking you to become a master of your own thoughts and realize where you possibly start to speed up mentally and how it may affect you, um, which keeps you from like, I think it's, it's just asking you to look at your process when it comes to the to-do list about your emotions. So it's about becoming a master of it and, and observing rather than getting sucked into um, the stress of everything you think you need to do. All right, then we have Libra, and that's my sign. Yay. And what I um, got is what I really is funny as I realized that the angels and ancestor cards, when I pull, they're the internal world, and then the gateways, the external world. So just 
I wanted to preface that. Cool. So a uh, medicine guardian, be open to healing information, snake, shed old skin. And then I'll tell you the external in a moment. So to me, it's that there is some um, transformational pieces happening inside you, but it's about letting go. So it's really about um, who I just keep getting, like who you're being, where you have limited thoughts, where you kind of get worked up um, to be like, yeah, if this doesn't fit me, it's kind of like wearing jeans that are too tight. Like, you know what? God damn it. I hate these pants. They hurt. Take them off and put something else on that fits you better. If there's something about your personality, your belief system, or your viewpoint of yourself or others, it's time to let it go. It's those uncomfortable jeans that need to be taken off and something else put on. And just notice that it feels like it's going to shed and shed. It's not one time. It feels like over and over again throughout the fall. If you really allow this shedding to happen, um, you keep coming more into your power and you actually come into more um, into opportunities because the next card I got for the external world is barking on adventure. And I swear, I feel like travel. Like I was like, at first I was like, oh, adventure, like insight, growth. And I was like, nope, this is like actually opportunity to go do. So I don't know. It feels very, it can be around professional. It could be around maybe family going and see, but I feel like you're more, I have a yes to go and do things and have adventures and travel, the more you can shed ways of being that feel like they're kind of cinching you too tight. Cool. <clears throat> so the first two cards that came out for, we're doing Libra, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Libra. Libra. <laughs> so there's a lot, so the, it's the two of cups and the 10 of cups, which are amazing cards to get when you're talking about love. Two of cups is like going on a date, sharing your cup with somebody. It's about love and harmony and balance with somebody else. And then the 10 of cups is like the um, culmination of emotional fulfillment. And so it's like having everything that you want emotionally with family, with yourself and all of that. <clears throat> so then we had two, two cards that came out that were, they're both nines. Okay. So the nine of swords and the nine of wands, the nine of swords is like stress, anxiety, worry, sleepless nights. And then the nine of wands is like feeling like the wounded warrior, feeling like you've been through a battle. And the thing with the number nine is that to me, it's always a card about self. It's like, whatever is happening within you, if you're stressed out, it's all coming, it's all internal. It's coming from you. It's not coming from outside sources. Mm. And so I kind of got that possibly this energy is available to you, but you could be stressed out or you're maybe like, if you go too inward, if you, if you shut yourself off from the outside too much, you're going to create these, this stress, this feeling like, um, nothing's going your way, even though it's really all just coming from you. And it's not like, I, I feel like it's hard to put it into words. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to say like, <laughs> basically just check yourself to make sure that you, you aren't, you're seeing like what is available for you and, and that maybe you're focusing a little bit too much inward. Um, like, I know that sounds like the opposite of what we were just talking about <laughs> in terms of go inward and inner reflection. If you go too deep and too inward, you're going to stress yourself out. It's like the overthinking will become a little bit overwhelming. Mm. Um, 
so just be aware that this love and harmony and like really beautiful energy emotions like are there and available and especially with other people just make sure that if, if anything comes up around i don't like what's happening instead of project like go inward to make sure it's not just you maybe overthinking it if that makes sense or feeling like maybe you're just a little bit disconnected from the outside or from from the love that's actually present for you it's so funny i think that's similar to what i was saying is like old ways of being or thinking yeah that are cinching your experience and maybe your thoughts what you're saying is like the thoughts could be limiting yeah. your ability to see because it's so true you could look at one event and I, you could see you could see someone trying to be harmonious and i could see someone being argumentative right right and, <laughs> yeah, I, and it's yeah. like what i just had that, that conversation i just had that conversation with someone there i'm like they're like did you hear that and i was like yeah yeah they were trying to be helpful you call that helpful and i was like interesting yeah, yeah. i do yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it also depends on your state of being at the moment when something mm-hmm. happens too. Um, and so because there was so, so many, the two cups cards, I, I really feel it's, it's like a, a chance to become open, like tap into your emotions about it, into your body, about how it feels rather than what you think about it. Or, you know, the nine of wands is, is like, it's a fiery energy, but it's like, it's almost like feeling defeated. It's like Mm -hmm. with those two cards together, it could mean like you allow your thoughts to defeat yourself before you even, but without even actually connecting to the energy in in a heart centered way. Yeah. No, kind of, it's funny because you're also (laughs) like, I feel like you're alluding a little bit to the Scorpio, what I just pulled. So Mm -hmm. it's so funny, like, because that's what I'm getting a little bit more for Scorpio is I got three cards that popped out. Okay. The knight be brave and honest. Druid hold space and elder move beyond um, ancestral patterns. So here's what I sense is I sense this fall energy is asking you Scorpios where you are being to hold space for you to be brave to move through patterns that no longer serve. So if you're, and Scorpios are um, known as the sign that can feel a lot deeper, they are more sensitive. They can also be, you know, like they're Scorpio, they could fucking sting you. And I think it's doing a self audit and going, wait a minute, where am I doing patterns? It's almost like unconscious patterns that don't serve me. Like, where do I need to be brave? And oftentimes with Scorpios, I'm going to put a, I'm going to suggest that my sense it's around shame. If Mm. you're hiding something and Scorpios don't, they're the ones that will probably least likely show their shame. But when they do, they can, when they show it, it's like fucking amazing because they just don't show it half-assed when they show their shame and they walk through it. It's, it's amazing. But when they hide it, you guys can be assholes. So I feel like the invitation is to look at where are you being an asshole? So just look at like, where have you gotten feedback or where you're being like a jerk and be like, wait a minute, is that old patterns that serve me? And am I hiding shame? And how do I move through that? Because the outside world card um, from the gateway is saying merging into grace. And the idea is stepping into your soul's grace, which is love, compassion, kindness. So the invitation for you, Scorpios, is to move 
from protective stinger to love and kindness. You still can be protective of the information. Not everyone needs to know your information, but if you're being an asshole, use that as a tell, like something might need to be shifted. Um, especially if you kind of sense, yeah, I'm being an asshole <laughs> or you, or your loved ones have said, look, you're kind of being an asshole in this area. Take those really seriously and do the work to transform it. So you can be more graceful in the world and actually have more peace and connectedness. Yeah. So the first card is the King of Swords. Again, we have the King of Swords. I think that, did that just come out for Libra? No, I don't know. Um, it's one of the two. Oh, one of the ones we just did. Um, but he's, again, he, he's objective. He's fair. He's also very calm. And he obviously leads with his head and not his heart. And then the next <clears throat> card is the four of cups, which is not liking what you're being offered. So the thing with this card, it can mean that you are doing it as a way to protect yourself. Um, or it can also mean, take what resonates for you. It can also mean you take too much, like you, you're too, <clears throat> you're too open. Like you're, you accept everything rather than you need to be a little bit more discerning. Um, so actually I feel a little bit more like that. Um, and because it's cups, it's our emotions. It could mean being a little bit more discerning about what emotions you allow to, I'm going to say reside in your body because I feel like you may possibly hold on to one or analyze one when it comes up over other ones. Um, and it could be the ones that maybe get you in trouble sometimes. <laughs> um, but because you're able to go to the depths of like the shadow stuff, um, it's more than likely something there. Like you're used to just diving into the uncomfortable stuff, the dark stuff, um, the anger, the sadness, whatever it is for you. So don't like you, you can say no, like you can, you can choose not to go as deep or you can choose not to get like, get stuck in there and, and weighed in that stuff. Um, and cause the next card is the eight of wands. So this is about quick movement forward. Um, and I really get, it's like, you can allow the emotions to move through you very quickly. If you, if you embody this four of cups energy, which is, she's kind of looking at the cup but she's not like partaking in it. And then along with the King of Swords, it's like being more objective about like, oh, that being curious about your emotions rather than embodying them fully and feeling like they, they are a part of you. Um, and then the last card is the Fool, which is taking leap of faith, um, trusting. And I feel like when you realize that you can allow the emotions to move through you more quickly, you feel more free, more apt to try new things, to take risks, and you're just a, a little bit more happy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Scorpios, it's almost like you have to work to be happy. You're like, yes, oh, wait. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and that might be a good thing. Like, oh, wait, am I happy? No. Okay, what can I, like, how do I move, do movement towards that? That's so funny. I know. So next we have Sagittarius. And two cards I pulled was Eagle, see from a higher perspective and spirit Fox, trust your talents in changing times. And what I see is sometimes Sagittarius is, I see that you have a tendency to like jump in. There's a little being impulsive. That's kind of a fire sign. Aries, Leo's kind of do this too, where they jump in and the invitation is, wait, hold on. Instead of getting reactive or responding quickly, like, wait, let me take a higher ground and look 
and see what's available. Look and see the whole scenario before I quickly respond, because I feel like what the Fox energy is. So foxes have the, to me, they have the energy of like, they are smart. They're, they're, um, it's like, you can use your talents and skills when you get perspective. Like, oh my gosh, you know what? I could talk to them about this. Uh, you can make better decisions and actually use skills that you have instead of your personality that is more, that is a little bit quicker to respond or react or shut down and not react. Like forget, I'd screw them. I'm not going to do that mm-hmm. because I feel like when you do that, you will be seen and you'll interact and you'll just have, it's like deeper connection, but problem solving skills. You're developing your problem solving skills. That's what I feel during this fall energy. And then the one that's about the outer world, about what will happen is you will keep connecting to your ancient wisdom and your inner knowing, like you will see clarity where you used to be foggy before, because you're, you're taking that perspective, you're tapping into skills that you sometimes forget to use. And then I feel like you're like, wow, you just start getting the sense of like, what a badass you are, but you're not a badass because you are quick to respond. You're a badass because you slow things down. You look at everything and then you use your highest self and skills to respond to the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get a lot of that too. There, you're really being asked to go inward and become more in touch with your emotions. Sagittarius energy can be very like, I'm feeling like, like a ping pong ball, like, mm. or, you know, like, like yeah. a, ping pong like it's just like bing 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 like totally yeah um and because it's a fire sign and we have two pentacles cards and two cups cards so you you are really being asked to like ground and be present to what's happening in your body and and that goes along with your emotions like you're you're really being asked to not overstep how you feel um and to become very clear about how you feel about certain things so the knight of pentacles is first which is the slowest moving action card so slowing down going inward, making sure that you're not overstepping something. I feel like that is a really big message. Like don't overstep something. There's something that wants to be healed because we have the five of pentacles, which is about um, feeling left out in the cold, abandoned or or rejected. Um, And then the next card is the queen of cups, which is being very nurturing and sensitive and um, emotionally open. And you're very um, highly intelligent when it comes to how you feel. So I, I get, this is a lesson for you to like, there's something that wants to heal or there's something, there's a way of being that you have been showing up in, or like it's operating under the surface and you aren't necessarily aware that it's there or you are, but you just haven't wanted to go deeper into it. So it's asking you to, to nurture this. The five of pentacles is like an uncomfortable card of like, nobody wants to feel rejected or abandoned or like you're left out in the cold. So any of those feelings that are coming up for you, you're being asked to nurture them because that's, what's going to help you heal and move forward. And it's not going to be as fast as you may want it to be. Um, And then the last card is the page of cups, which is like being open to um, expressing your emotions and uh, just starting small too. I feel like you're going to, you're going to see opportunities where you start to express and communicate how you feel more easily because you went through this process of um, healing whatever is coming up for you emotionally. Mm, I like that. All right. So next we have Capricorn. And what I got was embrace the energy of peace and trust your instincts. 
And here's, I, I think that the two signs that always have like the most badass people, I think are Virgos and Capricorns. And in my world, like Michelle Obama, oh God, now I'm brain farting on all the Capricorns that I <laughs> have. I text my family when I, their birthday is, I'm like, look at all these badasses that are Capricorns or Virgos, you know, Beyonce, <laughs> Pink is a Virgo. But bottom line is, there's a warrior energy about Capricorn. There is like a black and white thinking, a like, do I fight, defend? Which one do you need me to do? And the idea is like, hey, what about playing with being the peaceful warrior? And the idea of embracing things will work out. So sometimes with Capricorns, you might start the war, especially if you see like you think someone's an idiot. You're like, what the fuck? And then the idea is like, so you have that, or you're defending someone you love, especially your children. Capricorns, you're like notoriously protective of children or your romantic partner. And the invitation is like, wait, instead of seeing it black and white, fight or defend, is like, what if I just sit with my instincts and trust that I can be a warrior of peace. I can send out energy of peace rather than fighting. It's a very different skill to develop. And I don't mean abandon your warrior energy of fighting and defending. It just means add to your arsenal, become a warrior of peace so that you have one other option to be, um, to make the change that you want to see because the outside world is letting go. Um, and it says, I surrender joyously to the ebbing and flowing of life. And the idea of sometimes is Capricorns is your earth sign, your doers, you make shit happen. But in this fall energy is like, where can you make things happen in a less attached way, or just step back and trust the process. Maybe your child doesn't need to be defended at school with a new teacher. Maybe you're like, or maybe you're, you know, your lover doesn't need to be told how to do things or you have to fix something it's like wait i'm just gonna pull back and let people like a bunch of dipshits because that's what a capricorn would say fumble through this and i'm just gonna intend that the best outcome happens there's nothing i need to do (laughs) (laughs) i was just imagining like just hearing things in my head about like how they would be judgmental about people how about they're like They say those things, right? Like they, like Capricorns can be a, a little bit, yeah, like harsh. Yeah, harsh. And so you want to dial that that back a little bit. Like <laughs> you're not better than everyone, okay? <laughs> like <laughs> maybe just chill on that. But um, but the, I think this is really important because the first card is justice, which is Libra energy. It's balance. Um, and then the next card is the King of Pentacles, which is you, right? Like the, the King of Pentacles, what I feel Capricorn to me is a very masculine feel. Like, even if you mm-hmm. are, you know, like the, the energy of Capricorn is very masculine. So it's like, you are very sure of who you are and, and you're grounded in and stable in who you are. And you know that you can accomplish anything. That's the one, the, the amazing thing about Capricorn energy. They're very hard workers when they put their mind to something, you know, they're going to do it. You just want to make sure you're not going too far in that direction to where you're coming off as arrogant, like we were just talking about, or judgmental of other people who do things a little bit differently. And then the next card is the queen of swords. And so with the justice card and these two, a king and a queen of different suits, I feel these are two aspects you're balancing within yourself, your masculine feminine. So especially the queen of swords, like swords is about communication, logic, 
So you are being asked to be a little bit softer in your communication. Um, <clears throat> and the way that you think, like you can still be emotionally detached. I think that's a, a great skill to have. Um, but you just want to make sure that you are coming from your communication, from your opinions, um, in from an empowered place, not a place of disempowerment or um, insecurity. Like usually judgments or if we call people names, it's like we do so because we are we, it makes us feel better about ourselves, right? It's like, there's an insecurity there. Like somebody who's secure in who they are doesn't need to put somebody else down in order to feel like they are, feel good about themselves. So you just want to make sure, you know, where are you coming from? You come from an empowered place. Even if you have those thoughts in your head and you want to call someone a fucking idiot or whatever it is, just dial it back. Don't let it come out of your mouth and think, is, is this really going to help the situation? <laughs> the last card is the eight of pentacles and it's about developing a new skill, becoming a master at something. Well, it's about apprentice and apprentice, like wanting to become a master at something. So I do feel like there is something that you're possibly working on, whether it's physically or trying to, you know, it's funny. Cause I did, I think this came up in a Capricorn reading I did on YouTube. It was like, you're, you are attempting to fine-tune your communication skills to be some some kind of public speaker or you know like you want to influence people in a way so that's why you got to really check your shadow stuff um, if you're wanting to communicate with people and have people listen to you you have to make sure you're coming from a place of empowerment and not wounding mm. <clears throat> that is something different I think you make it a really good point Bethany is coming from empowerment for yeah. and it's for them and others, not like a make right. wrong, not like a dominate, not like a fix or change kind of like yeah. how does, so there's a shifting in, in that that's a really, so that's a great thing for Capricorns to think about, like, am I empowering, not just myself, my, what yeah. I think is right, but am I empowering others right. with the next thing I'm thinking about doing or saying? Exactly. All right. So we got Aquarius. <laughs> okay. So Aquarius, you know, this is your year. Like this is Aquarius energy of change, humanitarian, but change that serves the masses. So I got, that's really exciting. It's funny. I pulled these cards. I thought, oh, Capricorn would have wanted these cards, but they don't get them. It's for Aquarius. <laughs> you're going through a lesson right now, Capricorns. Yeah. I can feel it. And you're frustrated by it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, sit on your hands, become, yeah. find the Buddha in you. Give right. me the Buddha, not the badass. Mm -hmm. Um, so for Aquarius, I got Lord take charge with authority and sage be devoted and committed. Here's what I get is you have the fall energy is helping you really take this Aquarius <laughs> perspective, which is thinking outside the box, humanitarian kind of a, like as much as there's things that are happening, you know, I am very, uh, uh, like there's laws that are kind of coming through like Texas. There's certain things like pretty much Aquarius is like, everyone should just leave each other alone, celebrate who they are. Like who gives a flying fuck for most Aquariuses. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> there's still that energy of coming through that we need to just be more kind hearted and give a shit about everyone. What's happening behind everyone else's closed doors. And I think that that is something for you to be the advocate and the allies. What I keep hearing mm -hmm. is, you know, what's right. And it feels like this is final flow is like, Hey, you have the insight 
And now just have the, just keep tapping into the being devoted to moving that through. Mm-hmm. I feel like I keep seeing Aquarius <laughs> in a classroom or at a table or with groups. And it's like, Hey, be the brave one that speaks the humanitarian thoughts. And that's the invitation is, so I get that you're going to be like, um, pushed and just keep stepping into it because it's not for you. It's the world needs your voice Mm -hmm. and your perspective. And then if you do that, the card says the result is you exceeding expectations. Things go the way you, you suggest because you have, you're being brave and bold to speak it to Mm -hmm. others. I love that. I know. I do. I don't think Aquarius energy, like we don't have a problem. And this is that, but I think what's it, what'd you say? I've heard say this is Bethany's sign. Yeah. We we don't have a problem. I think doing that, but I, for me, I mean, this is just me personally. I think at some point you get tired and you're like, Mm. I have to be the one to do that again. (laughs) 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 So I don't know if you're feeling any other Aquarius is, are feeling that same thing. Maybe it's just me, but I don't know. Um, the first card that came out is the Hierophant, which is Taurus energy. Um, but it, this is about, for me, it's always about commitment, a higher commitment. What are you committed to on the highest level? So usually it can represent like religious institutions and marriage only because people go to get married before God, because they're making a commitment, not just to each other, but to the spiritual, you know, whatever they're committed to spiritually and in front of God. And like, he is, he's bringing that energy into the relationship. So this card to me is always at its core. Like, what are you committed to? And it, it, like she was already talking about devotion. Um, unfortunately (laughs) you can't get out of this role that, that you, (laughs) I think I'm speaking to myself. You can't get out of this role that you were chosen to be in, (laughs) in this life. So you, you're always choosing the highest commitment, listening to your higher Mm -hmm. self over what may, it's going to be uncomfortable, I think for your human self. Um, to do some of these things sometimes, to be the one to speak up, to be the one who's leading the charge in, in whatever it is, leading the change. The next card is the chariot, which is um, cancer energy, uh, but it's about quick movement forward. Quick movement forward. Again, it's about advancement, achievement. Um, it's usually connected to like spirituality. So it is like, there's a very, um, it's about evolution. We're, we're evolving on a spiritual level as humans right now in our world. And that's what we're being called to look at. So that's what you're helping to lead. Then the next card is the six of cups, which is about um, past, you know, like nostalgia, things coming back from the past. I think anything that you, well, actually what I get is go back to like tap into some of your childhood memories or some of your childhood gifts or whatever you like to do as a child, I feel like that's going to help you get through the very heaviness that is what we're trying to change in the world. Because right now, a lot of it is super heavy and, and dense and disheartening. It's asking you to tap into your more childlike innocence when it comes to that. And then the King of Swords is Aquarius energy, right? But it's a masculine energy in that it's asking you to take action, to step up, to not be afraid, to speak with authority. Um, even if you are coming from a place of like, the Six of Cups to me kind of feels like you're tapping into your childlike innocence and your energy and, and 
seeing the world as if like as a child would, right? Like a child is curious and will see it like they'd see the truth for what's happening. They can feel the things that are happening rather than getting stuck in their mind about what's happening. And so you can feel and you see the dynamics that are actually playing out. And you could like, then you're able to now speak to it with the King of Swords energy, with authority, with clear vision. Um, and people will listen and yeah, I keep wanting to go. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> this is your role. <laughs> it is. Like, I'm just talking to myself. You guys are just meant to be. It might not always be leading from the front of the room. Sometimes yeah. I think uh, Aquarius could be that introverted kind of person that just has that wisdom. They it's like mic drop moments. Yeah. And sometimes it's leading a pack. Like, here's how we do this. But uh, there is a leadership of quality about Aquarius's. I think it's because your thoughts and your perspective are so unique that people have to come back to the well of your knowledge. Because it's like, wait, how? Capricorn be... Capricorns, go find yourself an Aquarius because you're like, how do I become more peaceful? Because Capricorns can be so linear or a Virgo. And Aquarius can think of five different things you could do differently and they'll yeah. tell you they're truth tellers usually. Yeah. Um, and they'll be like, look, you're an, you're being an asshole Capricorn in the meeting. So if you want people to listen to you, right, listen that's more and shut up. Right. That's what it's um, awesome about Aquarius energy is it's the water bearer. So we can, we can tap into the mm-hmm. emotions without getting sucked into them. Cause we're still an air sign. Everyone thinks Aquarius yeah. is a water sign. If they're not familiar with astrology, it's yeah. actually an air sign, which is communication and logic. So we can, feel what's happening and then speak to it in a way without with being and we can be emotionally detached from what's actually happening in order to help the situation yeah all right now we're moving to a water sign pisces (laughs) pisces you need to put your big boy and girl panties on for what i'm about to share Uh uh-oh i know it's nothing horrible for for pisces it can be a little like (laughs) So here's the thing. I pulled earth guardian, stay rooted and grounded in hermit retreat and recharge. I feel like Pisces, aren't you, don't you exhaust yourself? Like, I feel like for sure there is this, and I'm a Pisces moon. So it's like, I somehow Pisces have such an amazing intuition, but there's also this need. It's a blend of needing to do it right. So many options, uncertainty, like it's like, I kind of bring you back that ping pong ball concept. It's like binging all around and you can't figure out what to do. Here's the invitation of this energy of the fall is you to stay grounded. When you find yourself going, oh, uh, 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 like unsure, or you spent too much time, like, Hey, I'm not going to spend more than five minutes making little decisions like that. I'm not going to waste my time. I'm going to breathe rooting. We inhale, Exhale through your, uh, like imagining roots are going through your feet or if you're laying down your body and then coming back, bringing the earth's energy up and just make a decision. I tell my Pisces clients all the time, a decision is better than no decision. That is all you need to know. Like no decision (laughs) is the worst decision to make. It is a decision. And the thing is, is retreat. So just take a moment, slow down. It's not retreat. I don't get for you, Pisces, is to go on a retreat or leave for days or be by yourself. It's about taking little moments to gather yourself so that you're saving time and actually like your own sanity, your own like well-being, your peaceful, like 
um, inner peace. It's like, wait a minute, hold on, <sighs> relax. And I swear to you, even Pisces that don't behave this way, they act like they are like got it handled. They don't have it handled because inside <laughs> they're like, no, because the outcome is you're going to declutter. And I see it decluttering your own brain. Your nervous system needs a goddamn break. It has just been going, 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 just ground, breathe, give yourself room, ground, retreat for a few minutes, make a decision and literally let it go. It's like taking a shit, take a shit, make a decision, (laughs) walk away. If you stand over a toilet, looking at the shit, that's just gross. Make the decision, walk away, move on. You'll be a happier, more healthy and peaceful person. I love it. I say this to myself too. (laughs) It's so true though. I know poor Pisces. I just like, (laughs) I love them so much, but they get like, they overthink so much, but I get, it's so weird to me. Like you would think that they were an air sign, Um, but they're so lost in that dreamy, what's not physical world that Mm. that's why you can easily get caught up in your head and like, what's real and what's, I don't know, you know, and so they doubt themselves a lot. Um, The first card for you guys is the tower. (laughs) So the tower is, (laughs) I know, see, here's the thing. This could be a warning, right? Or not a warning, but like a future thing for you to look out for, or it could mean something that is happening or has happened. It, It depends on where you're at, but it's usually the universe stepping in, it's about divine intervention, something that needs to be destroyed, a shaky foundation that doesn't need to be there. And it's usually the universe coming in and doing it for you because you haven't done it yourself. Mm. So this could be a past situation and it's giving you perspective of that. And like, or maybe this like happened recently and you're now experiencing you're, you're, I feel like it's you trying to figure out, okay, how can I prevent that from happening again? Um, so the next card is the eight of pentacles. And then after that, the nine of pentacles. So that's a progression. It's like, and it's, it's asking you to be present in the physical world. So really trying to ground yourself, like Aaron was saying, like be less in your head and your emotions and more in your body and what's happening in reality. Um, so the eight of pentacles is about working hard at something, developing a skill. The nine of pentacles, it, uh, would be, you know, you building your life, um, creating everything in the physical world that you want. And then the last card is the eight of cups, which is about walking away from something that once you were emotionally tied to that no longer serves you. So I really feel that what you're working towards, it's either because you, something happened with this big tower moment, which was like a sudden unexpected thing that kind of knocked you off. And you're like, what the fuck happened? Like, how did I not see that coming? You know, so you're, it had you thinking about shit. I have some work to do. And Um, so you're, you're taking steps towards that. And that way, the eight of cups to me is a similar energy to the tower in that you could have walked away from something or stopped doing something or destroyed the foundation yourself. If you had been aware of the signs that the universe was trying to, to send you. And so the eight of cups is like the empowered, I'm choosing to walk away from this myself rather than something being removed from your life. Um, mm-hmm. whether that's just like a belief, um, or a relationship or a job, whatever, whatever sudden thing that happened, um, that was uncomfortable that you were like, I don't want this to ever happen again. It's allowing you to be the one to, to be present in the physical, like be present, more present in the world, in reality, what's happening in reality so that this doesn't happen again. And you can have a more empowered way of, of moving on from something. Mm. 
for some other signs, you might look at that like, this doesn't seem as hard, but trust me, this is hard for for Pisces because they're stuck in, again, it's Neptune energy. So that's Mm. dreamy, like what it's yeah it's like <laughs> I made a face like describe it right like it's like uh it's like being in a dream but being awake right so it's like imagine what it feels like mm. to be dreaming it things don't make sense you're like I don't know if that's real I don't know what is what this everything feels like uh what's the word I'm looking for a metaphor <laughs> or yeah. like, you know, it's like, you're having to like figure it out. Like, it's like, no, just like, I'm literally telling you instead of you trying to like make up some story around what someone's doing or saying, like literally just take their actions or their words as that's what it means. So maybe that's, that's your lesson. Ooh, that might, that's a good one. Okay. We got Aries, the youngest Aries. sign in astrology sign in the wheel of astrology. So Aries I pulled seer, see beyond the current situation, autumn, release old and rest. So here's what I get. Aries, you have, um, it's kind of similar to Sagittarius, but it's you're very reactive. You're an emotional sign, which can really help you move boulders. Like if you want to have something like impossible happen in the physical world, put an Aries in charge of it because they will like, die trying especially when they feel it's the right way but what i see is the sacrifice is so big so sometimes it's like you know you throw out the baby at the bathwater, you cut off your nose to spite your face like you're not seeing the big picture so it's like oh my gosh we have this problem um and then you make a bigger problem the ripple of, of trying to fix that problem ripples out somewhere else and then you are like having to fix all this other stuff So the invitation is just, this is probably a fire sign just generally. So Leo's and Sagittarius listen to this, because I feel like this is going to repeat itself, be similar when I get to Leo, is pull back, see the situation, use, use this fall energy to be like, wait a minute, where do I inadvertently make bigger problems for myself than I realize? I just, in Aries the other day, uh, was there was a communication. I saw it happening between two people. They thought they had a communication. They made a request. They thought the person wasn't listening. So like, fine. And then went to go do it themselves and spent so much longer trying to solve problem, solve, solve the problem. than just be like, wait a minute. Did you hear me? I feel like you didn't hear me when I made this request. Oh. And then the person was like, why didn't you wait for me? I was going to do it for you. You didn't have to do it. And they would have done it in like a quarter of the time. That's what an Aries would do. Instead of going, wait a minute, hold on, slow down. Am I letting my emotions lead the parade? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to take a break. What's the easiest way to handle this big picture so that I stop making my life or the, my loved ones who live with me's lives harder. (laughs) So, um, and then the result is, uh, you are in the flow. You're fighting the flow of life serving you. Um, being in your favor. So if you're, people can't help you. The universe can't help you. If you keep trying to do everything yourself or solve every problem, because actually you're not that great at solving every problem. Um, so that's for you, Aries. Poor Aries is like, it's they're they're known as the babies, right. Of the Zodiac. So it's like, they have so, this, like such innocent, 
naive energy to where they do think like, mm. yeah, I can, I can do anything. Right. But it's like, well, yeah, you can, but also you want to make sure that it's like, you're good at it first. <laughs> you know, things like that around the world. Well, is it safe? Yeah. Right. Work exactly. that hard. You want maybe get a crew? What? Think you mean a crew? It. I can figure it out. I'm like, oh, do you want to like, have fun? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The first card is the page of pentacles. And so I feel like there is something that you're, and then we have two aces also, the ace of swords and the ace of wands. So those are new beginning cards. And the pages are always about something beginning to form the, the beginning of something. So there's something you're working on or you want to create, or you'll, you'll have opportunity to create um, ideas like something. And it's at the page of pentacles. So it's like, they're about messengers, um, messages, like ideas, and it's a pentacle. So it's actually something physically forming. And then the ace of swords would be, would be about truth and clarity, um, communication. And then the ace of wands is like passion, fire, creativity, something that, um, that you really connect with. But the, what I noticed, and then the last card is the star card, which is Aquarius energy, but it's about hope and renewal. I feel like you have a lot of gusto when it comes to, I have this idea. I know I want where I want to go, but there, there may be a little bit of, um, you may struggle with, with moving fully through it. And that's where we were just talking about like, yes, you can do anything, but you also need like people to help you. And you may possibly want to look into like, cause Aquarius is the humanitarian energy, right? So they're very much about like, how can we all help each other? Don't be afraid. Aries. What's that? Aries? Well, the star came out. And, oh, so that's Aquarius it, energy. Okay. and so I was saying like, it's asking you to tap into Aquarius energy in that mm. you're not afraid to ask other people for help um, or to see how we all have something to offer each other. Um, so don't be afraid to ask for help to get these new beginnings to actually come to form. Um, is I think the biggest message. Mm. All right. Next we have Taurus and it's funny. Three cards popped up. So Tauruses, you earth sign first was fire guardian, ignite your passions, medicine, mother, honor your inner knowing and shaman trust the higher forces. I think you are about to birth something you've been passionate about, something you want to do, spend your time. And it doesn't matter. Like, I really just want to be, I want to be retired. I want to work in my garden. Or it's like, I have this passion project that's going to help solve global crisis, uh, global warming. Sorry. Um, there's many global crises. Uh, so the invitation is that you are so close to being able to bring forth something that is of your soul. It is something you're passionate about. You know it. And the invitation is just keep following that, keep letting that roll forward and just um, regardless of fear, because here's the thing, Taurus, at the end of your days, are you going to regret that you tried to put something forward in the world or have what you wanted or be in that relationship or garden in that, you know, your backyard and be retired? Or are you going to regret not doing those things. And I think for Tauruses, for you keeping it simple, will I regret not moving this forward? Yes. What could I do today that would do move it forward? And little steps. There's no big leaping. It's just little steps. And I feel the outside world, it says simplifying your life. If the thing is enjoy moving something forward, moving the process forward, 
I think that you will, if you took little teeny steps for the next month or throughout the fall, oh my gosh, what you would accomplish towards that passion, that project, where you want to be like, oh my gosh, I, you know, I want to travel. I want to spend time with my family. It'll transform the way you, it'll transform how you are living, your happiness, who you're being in the world. So I say, let really invite you to have the life you want by doing the things, spending the time with people that really light you up and move that passion project forward. That's awesome. Yeah. I definitely a lot of passion with the cards I pulled too. the first card is the eight of wands, which is like really quick movement forward and like really passionate. It can sometimes be known as the arrows of love. Um, cause you're so passionate, right? It's like eight arrows are flying through the air and this card it's horses, but, um, and then we end. So then there's two cards in the middle and then we end with the ACE of wands, which is more passion, a new beginning, um, creativity. So there is a passion project that or something you're very passionate about that you want to move forward. And what I get was we went from the eight of wands to then the second card is the hanged man, which is. <laughs> complete stillness. It's literally hanging upside down, seeing something from a different perspective. So it goes from like a charging stampede of horses to you like a complete halt and stop because there's something that you have to see differently before you can move forward. And I think that's possibly where what's going to be happening for you in, um, if the inspiration hasn't come already for this project, whatever you're wanting to create, um, it will be, but then, uh, you're going to kind of then hit a, it's not, you're going to feel like, oh my God, I feel blocked or shit, nothing's moving forward. And it's because you need to see something from a different perspective. The next card is the star card. And again, that's Aquarius energy, but it's, um, it's about hope. I feel like <sighs> renew, I, I kind of get it's, um, you may not be as connected to it as you think there's too much energy with the eight of wands and then we we reduce it down to the ace of wands which is a single idea maybe you have too many projects going on or too many ideas and it's like you have to go through this process of let me see how this would play out and which one I actually feel the most connected to which one actually lights me up the most and I'm gonna take action on that one only um which I think is actually more your style, Taurus, like Taurus is the bull. So you're a little bit more slow and steady um, for, but for whatever reason, there's some kind of energy that's got you, maybe you're caught up in other people's energies or you're like, oh, I, I want to be more like this. Right. But it's like, it's asking you to, to be true to who you are and not to take on too much or, or to think that you, that every single idea you have has to be um, acted upon. Mm. Yeah. That's a good point. That would be overwhelming for a Taurus. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's maybe what you're going to realize too. <laughs> you're like, wait a minute, this actually feels better. <laughs> All right. Um, cancer. No, sorry. We have Gemini. 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 Wow. I almost, I was, I was like, wait a minute, cancer. See, again, I probably would have gone with it. <laughs> uh, so Gemini, um, it's so funny because Gemini's to me do what these cards are saying. So I, I'm going to tell you there's an area in your life that you're not doing this. Um, okay. I got it. So there's stand your ground and then 
mountains and then lady enjoy growth and reap the rewards what i see is there's an area in who you want to be or it feels very uh relationship driven so there's like standing your ground so maybe it's like i know i don't want to be with this person i want to break up or i know it feels almost like a a disconnect it doesn't feel like building something it feels like almost standing your ground that you are not going to tolerate something anymore and gemini's are known as like the multiple face they can like they're funny because Gemini, it's like you could you don't realize that sometimes when you're processing, you say several different things like you'd be like, well, that was stupid. Well, I guess they don't. Maybe they didn't know what they're doing. Like people <laughs> are like, well, are they stupid or they don't know what they were doing? Like, you, what, huh? Yeah. And the invitation is where do you have there's an area that you feel disempowered. It's where you feel disempowered. Stand your ground and be, watch your messaging that it's consistent because you might be confusing people like, Hey, I don't like, I believe I earned that position that, you know, promotion. And this is why, and stay like, almost like your politician trying to keep consistent messaging because it also helps you get clear. No, I want this. If I want, or I don't want this, I'm not going to tolerate this. And then what happens is you're going to reap the rewards. Like, cause it's a growth thing of being clear, concise with yourself and then delivering that to the outside world. And what happens is, is you give birth. The next card is you're giving birth for a whole new dynamic, not with you necessarily, but with your interaction with the world. It's how people will occur to you and how you will occur to them. So you're having a new experience because you held your ground and um, you were clear and you didn't budge because you knew it was right for you. You have like, like, whoo, something new gets to be birthed. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I feel like Gemini is also another sign that like judges other people. <laughs> like Capricorn, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, Capricorns to me are like, there's a right. So they might call people idiots, but there's like, there's a right way and a wrong way. And that was stupid. Yeah. Or they'll judge the behavior where, yeah. or it comes, it stems from that where a Gemini is like, no, they are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They did that because they're stupid. Right. I think, I, I, yes. And I'm in yeah, a relationship. That's like basically point. their answer is like, oh, I wonder why that person did that because they're stupid. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, just, it's just a fact. You're <laughs> either smart or you're stupid. <laughs> There's and no one. And it has a total tone of duh. Yeah, duh. Um, <laughs> the first card that came out is the unknown card, which is unique to this deck. I'm using my Crystal Visions tarot deck. Um, so the unknown card is, okay, so I'm just going to tell the story of like all the cards. So I feel like there's something, I feel like you're unsure of how to be in a certain situation. So therefore you start to play a role or you put on this persona and then to, because it's what you, because you're not sure, like, it's almost like you are, instead of asking somebody like, Hey, how would you, how do you need me to be with you? You perceive in your own head again, because they feel like Gemini is like they're, they are very smart, but that can sometimes lead to them not being open to feedback um, because they don't want to feel stupid. Right. Cause that's yeah. how they judge other people. So they'll, they'll take it upon themselves to be like, oh, well, I think she wants me to be this way. So I'm going to show up this way. That's the King of Wands energy. So we have the King after the unknown card, but you know, the King of Wands would be Aries, Aries, <laughs> Aries, Leo or Sagittarius energy, which is like passion, 
fiery. Um, he's not the king of swords, right? It, and and then the next card is a ten of wands, and that's about feeling burdened, weighed down. And I get that once you attempt to be something that you think somebody else needs you to be, and then it becomes a burden because then you're like, well, now I'm carrying. You realize you're just carrying everyone else's opinions or judgments because instead of just being who you are, um, and and you kind of like you're releasing this cycle, I feel, of realizing that, that that's what you've been doing is I've been showing up this way because I thought that's what this person or these people wanted of me. But then I realized I'm that they, they don't actually want that. Mm -hmm. And so you're trying something new. So the last card is the page of pentacles, which again is like something starting to form. You're trying something new. You're putting in a new idea. Like you're, you're attempting to be, be a different way when it comes to, I definitely feel relationships and it's not it's like you're putting it into practice because yeah I don't know like you're still not trying to for whatever reason you're trying not to be like yourself like you are trying to change in some aspect and it's not because you think there's something wrong with you I think it's more so you're like I know I need to show up differently for the people around Mm -hmm. me because the way I've been showing up doesn't necessarily support them so it's not like you think you have to change yourself. It's you're doing it because of other people. However, you still have to go about it a a little bit of a different way because I think the King of Wands energy is a little bit too fiery, a little bit, you know, a little anger, a little like, you know, frustration that you've realized that isn't helpful for people. So. Mm. Yeah, I like that. All right, next we have Cancer. Now Cancer. Another water sign. This is Cancer's ruled by the moon, very feminine. And what I got was, um, be graceful. Um, it's Shaolin master, be graceful in movement and action in spring. You see, see your seeds grow. What I see for, um, cancers is some, it's usually any, Cancers have a way of not wanting, they're like the crab. So they, they, they're shelled or, um, they have a, it's not like you guys always seem like you have a hard shell, but you can be very protective of your emotions. Mm -hmm. And I get the sense of you can have what you want, especially in interpersonal and it's romance. It feels like the most important relationships you desire. So whether a, you want it because you don't have it or B you want to deepen it. So let's say it's between a cancer father and a daughter. I would invite you sometimes what I notice with cancers, they do nothing when they're not sure what to do, but they want that connection. The invitation is yes, you can have it cancer. You just move slow, move as with much grace and slowness towards what you want. It's like I told Pisces, no decisions, a decision, no action is a bad action cancer. So like doing nothing, towards what you want is not going to give you anything new. So, but move tentative and slow. And it feels like when you do that, then you're going to see things shift in the way you want. You're going to have the seeds you want of connection is going to happen. Um, Stepping into stillness is the outer world. And what I see is you are it's, I don't see stillness as much as your gentle movement is causing someone 
to show up more. It's really just influencing them that they could be safe. They could connect with you. They could show you their vulnerabilities. Cancers, I do believe, even though males might mask it a little bit, fem- females are better cancers, love to connect over vulnerability. Mm. And I feel like you making little movements, sharing little things that help someone reflect and mirror back to you, then you are still in that. And you are, um, there's nothing you need to do after that. It's like, then they show up and you're like, oh my gosh, we have momentum. We're connecting mm. on a whole new level. Nice. Yeah. Um, what? I said, all right. <laughs> and sometimes I look at these cards. I'm like, how does that work? And then I'm like, wait a minute, wait for it. Oh, okay. Right. No, I, yeah, I get that too. You just got to keep talking eventually. Prayer <laughs> says we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> You're definitely, um, uh, taking some power back when it comes to some heartbreak you felt the first card is the three of swords mm-hmm. and the second card is strength. Um, and then the, the third card is the four of cups. So those three cards together to me mean that you are hurt in the past. You're healing from some heartbreak and it's taking strength for you to turn down what you used to allow. So the reason that you experience were experiencing the heartbreak was because I think you allowed things to happen that in relationship that weren't necessarily good for you. And so you're, you're learning how to stand your ground and to say no to the things when they present themselves that feel similar to what you've experienced in the past. And then the last card is the chariot, which is cancer energy in the tarot. Um, so it's you basically feeling very, I guess, um, at home or peaceful in who you are and, no, and it's also, I feel trusting the universe and trusting the the path and the lessons that you have had to go through and seeing how they're moving you forward because the chariot card is about advancement forward, achievement. So you've achieved something when it comes to your own growth and personal development through the heartbreak and the healing that you've experienced. Um, and I think you're just recognizing that within yourself or you're going to see it more so how easily it is to identify, oh wait. I don't want this type of relationship or I don't want that this person Mm -hmm. feels similar and it's easier for you to turn it down, to not accept it. And you're just feeling very much in your power and, um, sure of who you are and what you want and like the direction your life is going. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. All right. Next we have Leo's. Now, Leo's, I'm pretty sure every time I've read your sign, I'm always like, hold back, relax. Like, don't be so fiery. It's funny. That's not what I pulled today. I got wise one grow within your current situation. Warrior, be fearless and stand strong. I see you similar, I guess, to Aquarius in the sense of stepping up your leadership. Like there is a clarity of what's right. And I see you advocating um, for, I don't know if it's someone, someone, or a group of people that are disenfranchised that have been minimized. I I just, and it's like, you know, you have clarity, but you also have the voice. There's nothing. That's why people, we love to follow Leo's because they're so goddamn confident. They're like northbound. And you're like, okay. Cause if we had someone that's like, I think maybe southbound, I'd be like, shit, you're going to get us killed. Uh So use that confident leadership quality 
and move something forward, whether you're advocating for someone, um, it feels very much outside yourself. You might find yourself where you struggled in someone else and be a warrior. And to me, what happens is what you're when you're being that fearless person that's standing strong, you're rippling what's available. I just listened to Reese Witherspoon be interviewed on, um, I don't even know what they're calling it, but it was with Christina, uh, Kristen Bell, her new podcast. And Reese Witherspoon was saying, no, like women, like, here's what, I can't believe we haven't been at the table. Like she was saying things that were more cutting edge. Like, shouldn't we have some women? Wouldn't that be nice? It's like, no, you want to know what the stats say? Like we should, it's not a good thing. It's a have to. And I think that's a language you can use right now, Leo's, when it serves the masses, it serves another to move it forward is, no, this is not okay. This, Mm -hmm. we will not, I will not stand for this. I will speak up because the outside card is making a difference. There's something about you are a key to making a difference and helping another, which to me is you are a piece of this bigger puzzle about transforming the planet. And we need you to speak up loud and proud in push defending or pushing something forward. That's going to serve one or many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leo is the opposite on, uh, to Aquarius on the Zodiac wheel. So that makes yeah. sense. You know, maybe why they're tapping into that. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's, um, there are times Leo's, I think that you guys get made fun of for how, um, like sure of yourself you are. Right. But the, it, when you're fighting for a cause that's bigger than you, right. Cause I think that's also what people kind mm-hmm. of knock Leo's for is like, it's all about me. Wait, um, you don't look good today. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I think you've been learning this lesson, especially this year is based on the readings we've done for the, um, for the signs that, when you make it about other people, it benefits you. So it isn't all like when it's about everyone that is actually good for you as well. Um, as long as it's a cause that you're, you know, connected to and you, you want to contribute to. So the first card is the page of cups. Um, this is you, I feel being more comfortable, sharing your emotions, being a little bit more vulnerable. It's a little bit, right? The page is like a little bit of, it's not necessarily the Knight of Cups, which would be like, I'm (laughs) fully offering my love to someone. It's not the King of Cups who's like, you know, very comfortable in his emotions. It's just a little bit, right? Um, (laughs) And then we have the Queen of Wands, which is you, right? That's the, the feminine aspect of the fire sign of Leo. There's even a lion on this card. So, it, again, because it's the feminine, the queen, I do feel it's like you being a little bit softer in your energy, realizing how to lead from a, a more nurturing, softer, not so flamboyant in your face, kind of egoic masculine type energy. And then we have the 10 of pentacles, which is abundance, um, stability, having everything in the physical world that you want. And then we have the seven of wands, which is can be about standing your ground. It could also be about being defensive, but I get more so it's you standing your ground, not, mm. um, not being willing to compromise what you do know. Like you're, you're really finding that balance between like, I know what's best for me and I want to be able to help other people get or have what's best for them and seeing the benefit of it and not backing down on um, how you go about doing that. So like really owning your, owning your Leo, like, what's it? 
Oh no, I the nature. Flam- flamboyant. I was like, flamboyant's coming. <laughs> I don't know why if that's like the appropriate word to use. But yeah, just your your Leo nature. You're you're owning it. You're owning the light side of it, right? I think people people see the the shadow side of, of Leo and and sometimes um that's what you get knocked for. But we also you're tapping into the light side of your Leo energy. Yeah. There's nothing like a Leo who is protecting others. Like it really is when your leadership is for the good. Yeah. That that confidence, like that's just a gift to the planet. So it can move into arrogance, but I really think I'm with Bethany. I think you've done a lot of work to become more conscious and that it doesn't fall into arrogance. It really falls into purposeful movement. Right. Um, so let it roar, Leo. Yeah. <laughs> All well, right. It, right. That was that's it. That's our, uh, fall intuitive hits. Yes. Um, so Bethany, is there anything for everyone to know? Cause he'll be off with one show left that, that you're up to that you want them to know about tap a into lot, a lot is shifting right now for me personally. I think I'm going to wait on talking about it. Cause it's still like <laughs> things seem to change like every single day. So I almost like, I'll say something and I'll be like, shit, I just said this, but it's actually changing into this now. So I'm not going to say anything. I think I'll get more into it in the, the last episode, which we'll be recording soon. So yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, for me, I'm super excited because I am going to be working. So first my retreat mm-hmm. metamorphosis is this November 5th, 6th, and 7th. It's really a transformative healing process. Like it's going to be amazing. Um, yes. it's here in Ojai, California and all inclusive food, look, um, lodging classes, swag. So totally check it out. And then I'm going to be doing also a past life regression coming up here in Ventura. And I do them remotely too. So if you're interested, uh, DM me. Um, But that will be on, I believe the 20th of September. And then October 9th, I have a medium colleague is coming down and we're going to be, uh, I think we're going to be calling it double helping. Double helping. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, medium and an intuitive um, evening and we're gonna have yummy food and wine and just be a playful fun way to kind of tap into those who passed over and um, getting some coaching and guidance so that's what I'm doing so far this fall cool. and you know like every time you can book sessions with uh, Bethany and myself yes um, healing portal is like a wonderful location that we both drop in Yes. And I swear, this is a great energy. If you want to like really release old shit, like phobias, fears, the, uh, theta healing, Bethany is fabulous. She's really, really, really good at it, especially ladies. But when you pair it up with your sexuality or traumas, you mm-hmm. want to like, I really want to feel myself. I really want to have fucking orgasms <laughs> on my own or with a partner or, you know, whatever that is. Yes. This season is a wonderful time to connect with Bethany and really like end the suffering and really have a transformative experience with your body or sexuality. Yeah, absolutely. If you've been listening to us, you know that I love to talk about sex and sexuality and relationships and just empowerment in that area. So yeah, Theta Healing has become one of of the biggest um, transformative pieces for me when it comes to Mm -hmm. my healing work. So 
Yeah. I just did one with a client yesterday and I was like, nice. Fuck, I really like this. It's Me almost too. it can be it's so cool when something is can be simple, but it like makes such a difference on the other side. So um Yeah. Well, what I love is it's so different for each person too. And there's the allowance for like there's the structure of it, right? So there's the process, but it's like our own individual process. So your mm-hmm. process looks different from mine and we all have our yeah. gifts, but it's like, it, it was set up that way. It's not like a, there's a step-by-step process. You have to do it this way. Mm-hmm. And so it's unique to us as individual healers. And then it's so different for each person that we do it with. Like sometimes it, you know, it goes into a different direction. I was like, I've never done that before, but it worked for you. So that was really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's, it's time. Yeah. So check us out. Yes. Um, and listen to intuitive hits if, or repeat it. If you get stuck, like, wait, what happened? Cause this can be repeated. Go to your section on this recording, yeah. this episode throughout fall. This will, this is your kind of guidance until December 20th or something. Yeah. And, and really look at the other signs in your chart. Like, mm-hmm. so if you listen to the whole thing and you resonated with a sign, that's not your sun sign, take those messages. It doesn't really yeah. matter. Like what the sign is like, sometimes I resonate with like whatever season we're in. So we're in Virgo season. So maybe the Virgo reading applies mm-hmm. to me, even though I don't have Virgo in my chart. So just be aware of that too. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Stay with thank us you. next time. Our final episode. Yes. And have a great fall season. <laughs> Bye.